So, welcome to the Ninehurst podcast. Uh, this week we're starting off with the sounds of Brie from Brazil. Now, Pete, you found this, and I think we had to sort of play an excerpt from this, really, didn't we? Because it's uh, 26 minutes for each of the songs that they've put on this uh, release, Sem Proposito. But yeah, they, they combine so many different styles into one amalgam, and it kind of just works, doesn't it? There's, there's techno, there's black metal, there's psychedelia in there. Like, it's so strange. Yeah, I found it through Astral Noise, who kind of put up a, a recommendations for the Bandcamp Friday. And after I'd spent all day listening to the, the hundreds of emails I got through, you know, not, uh, notifying me of new releases, I kind of just checked that out. And this one stood out because because of that mention, the mention of kind of that minimalist techno and black metal. I, I just wondered what whether that what that would sound like. I mean, it could could be terrible. And then just got transfixed with it. You know, it's an hour long, the whole release, and I just played it right through, even though it's still kind of tons to get through. Um, it's, you know, it, it's atmospheric black metal, but not in not in that kind of way that gives me the fear, you know, the fear of overly formulaic stuff that, you know, is associated with that term anymore. Um, and, it, you know, it just gave me kind of a shiver down my spine. It was that electrifying. And it was atmospheric to the point of psychedelic. I thought at points it was it was you know the ambience uh, you know elements and the techno and then the, you know the full on black metal really different and really good for it. Yeah, I mean the techno parts are almost ambient to begin with. It, it's almost it almost sounds like um, PC music from a few years ago. That kind of um, vaporwave stuff, like really weird um, synthetic, almost um, muzak style before it sort of descends into this very atmospheric section and then gradually I don't know if you listen to this on headphones but it it's um transformative really when it comes in isn't it because it sort of starts in one ear and sort of gives you hints that that the black metal is is on its way and then when it comes in it's it's just absolutely brilliant it's it's really um like you say it's it's very abstract and and very strange and I think records like this don't come along every day <laughs> And I doubt, I mean, I've not listened to any of the um, releases from this artist, but I presume that this doesn't sound like anything else they've done either. So, yeah, really interesting find. Um, so if you want to hear the full hour of that, uh, you can get it at brii.bandcamp.com. And, uh, yeah, the release is called Sem Proposito. So it's the Nine Heads podcast. We've got nine amazing tracks that we found either via Bandcamp, review submissions, or just things that we've been sort of uh, turned on to over the last week or so. This next one is a fantastic kind of story behind it, really. So um, there's a label called Field Hymns who normally release um, sort of esoteric indie rock and and sort of strange noise rock and stuff like that. And quite a straight up label, quite sort of underground, I guess. But um, they decided to come up with this whole concept and I, I absolutely fell in love with the actual idea of this. So they've done a zine, they've done a cassette release and so they got uh, bands from the label to come up with their idea of what a you know a death metal or a grindcore release might sound like or look like or what the name might be and they kind of made up all these names and got bands from the label to come up with these songs and some of them are just you know daft and, and stupid but some of them you could actually imagine on some of our podcasts you know they're quite authentic I mean the, the song we're going to play um, is from a, a band inverted commas called Otum Retecpulant and um, yeah, this this could be on a split with a band that we played last week or the week before. Love the concept, and for some reason, it, it like it actually sounds like a a real label. And they've gone to the uh, extent I don't know if you saw this, Pete, but they went to the extent of making a, a whole label website and saying that the 
releases were sold out and they did inserts for it and lyrics and song titles and everything. They've really gone to town on this. You can get a, a zine with all the information. Um, <laughs> that's incredible. I love it. I hadn't, I'd, I'd seen some of it. I hadn't gone that that deep. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, kind of you were raving about this to me on probably on kind of Friday. And yeah, I kind of bought into it straight away as well. I, I love I loved that idea about it. Like they, they mentioned kind of like kind of the gore obsessed teenagers who are into metal <laughs> and, and what song titles they come up with, something like that. And it's a bit of fun. And and the music sounds great as well. And and there's a, a song on there called like Fuck Burzum. So I'm, I'm fully on board with that as well. You know, more reason to love it. You know, if you look at the kind of the artwork on the label, you know, in the past, that's one thing I do remember looking at, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's almost themed throughout all the, you know, it, what seems like hundreds of releases, like through shapes and colours, just seems very kind of, they've got a real concept and ideology behind it, which is, you know, fantastic to see as well. And I love this song. You know, I was listening to uh, Jute Guide before, just before you sent this to me, which was apt, I think. And, you know, you link it to bands like Locrian and Liturgy. You know, I've, I've searched for this band. I was that taken with this song. I searched for this band and they've been going for years, you know, and, and it doesn't sound exactly like this, but I found releases from kind of 2005, I think it was. And um, they've always been, had, you know, they were weird back then. And this is, you know, this is equally so. Yeah, it's amazing, really. Um, I think they've gone to the extent of creating almost like a a whole facade for this. It's almost as if it's like, right, what what project can we pull off and actually get people to believe? Like people were actually submitting demos to this label, this this fake label <laughs> that they that they'd made up as well. So yeah, they've they've called the label Death Treat, which is obviously like a typo, a, a, a typo on purpose. They've said. And there's a Facebook page. There's a threadless uh, merch shop, which is obviously all, all the items are sold out. Uh, and there's deathtreat.com. You can go and have a look at like this label that's just made up. But if you want to hear the actual uh, release, I think. At the moment, you have to buy the actual zine, which is about $10, I think, but um, worth every penny, I think, from what you get with it. And you can get this at shop.fieldhymns.com. Uh, we're going to play the opening track. And like, who is in this band? We have no idea. It could be anyone from the label. They're called Otum Rectepulant, and the song is called Mindless Waddle Towards Their Christian Host. <laughs> So from the very fake 
band uh, to a very real band from Paris. Pete, you've uh, picked a, a band called Mary Bell. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just um, pretty straight up punk, isn't it? With uh, sort of uh, anti-fascist sort of vibes. I came across this band a while ago. There was there was another band called Mary Bell. And I think if, if, if anything like what I found was anybody who was frequenting gigs in kind of the UK doom and sludge scene of maybe like the mid-noughties, Will have found like will have found this band Mary Bell in the distros. They must have made hundreds of these CDs and shipped them around because they were like a pound everywhere. So everyone seems to have this album. You know, this came up uh, somewhere on Bandcamp a few months ago, and I, I wonder whether it was then. And actually, it's a kind of riot girl feminist punk hardcore band from Paris. Uh, and listened at the time and, and just kind of fell for it. And then they, you know they put out a new release, which was which came out on Friday. And again, it's really good. You know, really kind of, um, it's energetic and and sprightly, and just just kind of has that that spirit, which you know is, is the best of, of of punk and hardcore. You know, it's probably stretching kind of this podcast usual remit, but I don't care because it's awesome. The name Mary Bell. That Mary Bell was a um, a child killer from Newcastle. Um, so. You know, it's, it's it's a strange strange name. You know, you can kind of get it for a sludge band, but maybe less so for a kind of feminist Parisian band. But but you know, nevertheless, I just I just like this a lot. Yeah, I mean, I got kind of strange, kind of like late nineties Japanese band vibes from this as well. Like a sort of more listenable Melt Banana, maybe. Um, it's it's got that kind of insistent stabby sort of production and and delivery and that yeah I just loved it the whole record is is brilliant like mm-hmm. the songs go by really fast I mean they're about a minute or two each which is exactly what you want from punk rock so yeah. yeah yeah I loved it it reminded me of a lot of bands from the Cricketers Arms as well you know um, yes around sort of mid two thousands that place was basically a stop off for every band that sounded like this so yeah, yeah like Dakinis that was one band I remember yeah. Yeah, I think that was uh, Lindsay's band, wasn't it, from uh, Naked Shit. There's a niche reference for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) A doom band that um, used to have a clock on stage and they'd all agree to um, change sections when the the big hand got to a certain number uh, for the fifth time or something like that. Very esoteric band. Brilliant stuff. Um, Yeah, so back to Mary Bell. Um, The album's called Bellatrix Bodicea um, and we're going to play a song called Trains. You can get this at MaryBellFTW.com bandcamp.com
We're turning a little bit towards uh, the death metal side of things with the next release on uh, Chili's Broken Rex, um, who have been putting out tape after tape of stuff, and I've been checking them out like now and again. Uh, but this one really captured my imagination. So there's a band called Forgotten Cult, and they've got a tape out uh, very recently called Temple of Suicide. And yeah, it just it, it screams kind of 90s death metal to me with like a kind of a modern production and it's exactly the sort of thing that i'd expect to release on tape from chile to be honest but it's it's just brilliant i just thought the the release was like old school but had a twist and a bit of a, a punk spirit to it that i really sort of appreciated and i thought you might like this one as well pete because obviously you've been through your death metal year which was 2020 yes. <laughs> when yeah. you tried to listen to as much as possible I did, and you know, it reminded me a lot, and maybe, and maybe this um, you might not share, but uh, like the early Sepultura recordings, yes. you know, the schizophrenia yeah. and morbid visions and that type of thing. You know, that kind of crude, black and death metal, you know, as you say, like that kind of uh, punk spirit with which Sepultura always had. There's points to this song where it just feels like it speeds up, like it almost, yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, the, the pace just goes in, and almost like the rush of playing takes over. Um, and you know, it doesn't. They don't seem to care, and it's just they put it all out there. And yeah, it kind of felt like a lot of fun, and I liked it a lot for that. Yeah, and that, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to get out of it. Really, you know, that's what I want from death metal sometimes. Just something that sounds joyous and something that sounds like wild and out of control a little bit. There's lots of solos going on all over this. They kind of cross over each other, and yeah, it's it's all kinds of crazy. So people should just check this out really you can get this at brokenrex.bandcamp.com there's a cassette available obviously but we're going to play the song off this mutilated annihilated
think these uh, these two releases, this last one and, and this one, are definitely go together in terms of the uh, the sort of grimy, uh, disgusting sort of sounds on it. So from that sort of Chilean kind of death metal, we go into something even more puzzling, really, from Lebanon. So a band called Thoth. They've got a split out with a band called Prehistoric War Cult on uh, a label called Fucking Kill Records from Germany. And yeah, this is a, a crazy release, but I loved it. I mean, really strange, really low-end vocals and, and really s- sort of esoteric sound to it. And I, I kind of, I think I need more time with it to, to fully absorb it, but I loved what I heard um, anyway. Um, I got kind of like like obvious comparison notes would be, you know, the, the sort of machine gun sort of death metal of bands like Mortician, but this is all the more organic sounding, isn't it? Funnily enough, you know, you say more time with it. I had it on today, and I deadlifted this a lot over the weekend. I had it on today on, on earphones after, when I was on, out for a walk, and I, I kind of heard, like, a real doom influences in, in there, which I hadn't picked up on before. I, you know, picked it as this kind of real, um, you know, grimy death metal. I mean, you know, death doom, but, you know, that's its own genre. But actual doom, you know, almost like a Electric Wizard is a war metal band or something. <laughs> you know, so the fact that I'm picking up different things every time I listen, you know, it's fantastic. I instantly got this. I instantly, you know, thought this is something something special. It feel, you know, it sounds like it's been recorded 100 feet under the earth. It's it's something interesting. Like you say, there's more to it than just heads down, you know, like a dirty death, you know, dirty doom death metal. And, you know, and that kind of oily, grimy kind of fluid to it, which is, you know, it's like utter filth. And I liked it. I, I really like this a lot. The whole, you know, and the other side's good. The other, you know, the other band, Prehistoric War Call, it just opened up to me, this one. Yeah, really strange music. And, and I loved it. Just really odd and, and like, will, willfully odd as well. Like, not just kind of like, oh, this is strange. It's, it's like, it, it wants to be um, mysterious and it wants to sort of, make you ask questions of it really so you can find this at ruinsofgubbler.bandcamp.com or via fuckingkillrecords.bandcamp.com to get the final we're going to play the song put them to sleep where rivers flow into the sea
Next up, we've got a release from Rocket Recordings, and I've, I've noticed they've been kind of pushing this one, so I thought, oh, I'll give it a listen, and yeah, I wasn't disappointed. So, a band called The Holy Family, uh, it might be a, a solo artist, actually, looking at the uh, sort of information I've got here, but yeah, this, this single track that they've released so far off their self-titled album, it's called Inward Turning Suns, and yeah, to me, this just sounded like a sunrise or a sunset at a festival, it just sounded like something you might hear like coming out of a, a tent in the middle of the night or something that you might witness at a stone circle or something I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant really sort of calming music uh, compared to some of the stuff we've had on the podcast so far today <laughs> yeah it didn't feel like I kind of I thought similar similar notes like the type of music could be good to listen out in the middle of nowhere you know in the in the peak district or you know or somewhere like that it's there's bits of there's like wind instruments and this kind of airy flighty you know element to it and i mean that that's kind of one of the beauties of rocket recordings you know the, the kind of that that uk bastion of all flavors of psych and you know my my preference will you know will always be for the heavy psych stuff which you know that you can get from there but because you kind of listen to whatever they put out because it's always going to be interesting you come across bands like this which i might not have done otherwise um and yeah it, it, i'm glad i did i'm glad well i'm glad you chose it for that reason yeah, I mean, um, they obviously, I'm yet to hear the whole record, but apparently there's sort of everything from Captain Beefheart to sort of Dr. John sort of stuff going on here as well. So it's not just this strange thing. Apparently it's um, influenced by magic realism, which is, you know, the fantastical and the the weird brought to normal everyday life. And uh, I think this uh, that kind of sums up this song, really. I think it's um, there's something of the magic going on here, but it sounds very grounding at the same time really really interesting so as usual rocket recordings are doing fantastic things with this so um it's on vinyl and it's on cd uh, packaged up with the amazing artwork as well so if you've never come across rocket recordings yeah I'd, I'd recommend just going to have a look really if you want to go and have a listen to this sort of seek out more of it you can go to the holy family uk.bandcamp.com or rocket recordings.bandcamp.com and this song's called inward turning sons
Okay, so we're returning to a band that we played last year who released a fantastic split with Sergeant Thunderhoof called Turn to Stone, uh, which was almost like a conceptual piece about, um, I think it was Japan, wasn't it? It was kind of feudal Japan or something like that. Really ambitious record and, and very strange. But yeah, this next record, they seem to have kind of been busy uh, with lockdown. We were saying before, and we've said on numerous podcasts lately, that people are getting very creative uh, with lockdown, it's kind of making people turn in on themselves or at least kind of try and be creative in their own particular ways. And this is a fantastic uh, way to do it. So during uh, the lockdown, they've been doing streams on Twitch, the platform like mainly used for gaming, I guess. But, um, you know, anyone can sort of uh, start a stream on there. And it's a great idea to do like a weekly uh, one as a band. And that's what they've been doing. It seems like they've been doing kind of like request shows where people sort of give them a title and they come up with a a song based on the words that they're given or I think they do like a drum request show and they do um, a live D&D game as well so I I was unaware of this until uh, last week so I'll be checking it all out because I love all this stuff but yeah the the song we're going to play is is part of a four track uh, EP that they've kind of put out I think they're doing a 420 release, but I think they might put this out for Bandcamp Friday. Is that right? The song came out, you know, this song came out then. So, yeah, yes, I think the release, the actual physical release, if there is one, might come out then as well. But, yeah, that that whole concept, again, you know, from a band who, you know, we already kind of respect and like a lot. So I, I didn't realise we were doing all this stuff. I, I wasn't even sure whether to believe it, but it looks like, it's, you know, <laughs> things like cooking and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, that, like you say, that kind of, being creative with the creativity nowadays is, um, is is brilliant to see the different avenues people can go and you know and there's things which will remain you know they, they said they needed to scratch the itch of playing music and you know this we've got these new you know like people are going to find different ways to work but you know live streams and these things will become more pop, will, will stay with us I think and I just I like this you know that song title is brilliant as well for whoever you know they said they just ask people to make up song titles and then they jam along you know lowering lowering rings is brilliant so well done to whoever that is and how good for them to have got actually a properly recorded song musically as well you know like then you come to the music and and it's just it's stunning it it sounds it reminds me of Elder you know they've got a lot of common in with them and all the beauty that comes with that type of music so everything about this kind of just it just feels exciting. Yeah, it's really captivating. I mean, the story alone is, is enough to make people listen, I think, But when the music's this good as well. I think what they've done is they, they jam out these songs on stream and then they've, they've actually gone to the studio or, or, you know, come together to record these, you know, work on them and, and develop them a little bit. So what you're hearing is almost the, the, the finished product. But, yeah, I'd recommend going and have a look at their Twitch stream because it looks amazing. So you can get that at uh, twitch.tv slash howlinggiantofficial or you can go and uh, sort of listen to this EP in full uh, from the 20th of April at howlinggiant.bandcamp.com We're going to play the song that they've released so far which is called Luring Alluring Rings.
not many people will know this, but we record this kind of remotely. And I'm in Lincoln, and Pete's in Sheffield, and we we tend to play bands, you know, when they come along from either place if it's if it's up our street. And yeah, this is the case with the next one. So Connor, who used to be in a band called Throat Punch, has got a label called Sad Goblin, and um, he's um, formed a new band himself. Uh, I think it might just be him. Uh, and it's called Mazakari. Uh, I think they've done a few releases, like noise releases before, but it seems a bit more kind of like band orientated. And he's done a split tape with Bilecaster, who I think we might have played on the podcast before as well. So yeah, this is really scratchy, weird, anti-fascist stuff. And yeah, I'm into it. I just thought it was brilliant. Nice little statement for uh, Bandcamp Friday as well. Goes with all the sort of ugly comings and goings of the world at the moment. I just thought it was like a filthy little release needed to kind of give some airtime to, basically. I don't know what you made of this, P, at all. I like I like the fact, you know, there's, there's all the kind of those, other, you know, hardcore and power violence and grindcore, and like pure noise, uh, even bits of like maybe death metal in there, and then it's all like consumed and then exhumed and spewed back up onto this tape, you know, and then what that does, it, it kind of layers it, you know, no kind of room for any any moments of silence or any you know anything to kind of any release it's, it's claustrophobic you know adding the kind of chugged riffs and the barked vocals and yeah this is something i think both of us will always like yeah definitely and the biocasters uh sort of one is a bit longer a bit more sludgy i guess would be the right word for it but uh, yeah like I say, it's coming out on tape very soon. Um, you can also get this at Biocasters Bandcamp. But if you want to check out Sad Goblin, there's a load of noise releases from bands in Lincoln uh, and all across the UK. Um, so you can get this at sadgoblin.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the Mazakari song, Educate Your Sons. Our top story tonight, Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. We're going to end with a band called Uncle Woe, who I've never come across before, but uh, it looks like he's been sort of making music for about a year now, possibly longer. And this this whole release is, is it, to me, I, I, mean, I don't know what you thought of this, people. to me it sounds like a stream of consciousness, like someone's getting all their thoughts out through song. It doesn't really conform to any structure. It, it kind of just, it sounds like an outpouring of, of things, and that's what I, I really liked about it. What did you make of it? I, yeah, I, maybe not that, um, but I did. I, I liked it a lot. I instantly like this. Reminds me of bands like, you know, so it's proggy stoner doom, I guess, and bands like Paul Bearer, I guess, are the obvious, you know, naming points, from my point of view, anyway. Normally, with kind of music like this, it takes me a while to get into. Never fully got into Paul Bearer ever in my life. Even Yob, who I love, I know when I get a new record of theirs, it's going to take me a few listens. I listened to this and just kind of instantly loved it. They, they put out a really good album last year, Phantom Essence, it was, it was in October, and so, you know, been keeping an eye on them and obviously the output's kind of regular now. I mean, this is, you know, we're barely six months on. So this song in particular just really grabbed me. I thought it was fantastic. Um, what I, took, I really took to them as well. They, they kind of, 
they contributed to the Ripcord compilation, which is a kind of UK label, and they kind of did a compilation on one of the previous Bandcamp Fridays uh, for the domestic charity, domestic abuse charity Refuge. So, you know, this is a Canadian band and, the, you know, they're contributing into these, you know, worldwide charity things. So, you know, thumbs up from that point of view. And then the music is, you know, is, is stunning. It has this amazing shifts of pace. It kind of really slows when the vocals come in for the first time, for example. And then kind of this lurching riff kind of breaks in. It, it Just I like everything about it. Yeah. Did you, did you get any sort of 90s alt rock vibes from them as well? Like maybe like grungy stuff like Alice in Chains bit, or yeah. something yeah a bit yeah yeah really really like that aspect of it and yeah it, but like the lyrics if, if you read I mean it's a nine minute song but the lyrics like they never repeat it's like literally like a it, it just reads like a very disturbing diary if you if you read the lyrics to this song so yeah I'd, I'd urge people to go and sort of check this out uh, if you want to you can get it from unclewo.bandcamp.com the release is called Don't Look Down and we're going to play the opening track which is called Keep the Dead Parts Around Keep the Dead Parts Around 